Welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I am Josh Elledge, Chief Executive Angel of SavingsAngel.com, podcasting to you from my favorite hometown of Orlando, Florida. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm in Dallas, Texas right now. I'm traveling again. I'm at a uh, military bloggers conference and then I'm headed right after here. I'm speaking there and then I'm next going to be speaking at FinCon where all the money nerds like me go to hang out. Now, look, I'm an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist in nine newspapers. On TV, I'm in 75 cities two to four times every single month. And I'm the guy that turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities over at upendpr.com. I love what I do, and I can't wait to get going on today's episode. And we all want to save more, earn more, and live more abundantly. So on today's show, I'll be covering my conversation with Stephen Dash from Credible.com with some special help on your student loan debt. Let's get rid of that thing, shall we? Also, one of my new favorite websites is swap.com. I'll explain exactly what that thing does. How to start a home side hustle that really pays. Wouldn't that be nice? And then finally, we'll close out with some productivity power on how you can make the most of your time. So let's get right to saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. Now, I've mentioned before that my oldest daughter just started her first year of college, and it's both been joyful and sad to see that time come, but I have to tell you that being ready for this transition ahead of time has really, really helped. And one of the ways to be prepared for college life, parents, students, whether it be for yourself or for one of your kids, is having all your ducks in a row on student loans so you don't end up with mountains of debt. So here we go. Here's my conversation with Stephen Dash from Credible.com. All right. And Stephen Dash is the founder and CEO of Credible.com. And again, if you want to learn more about it, listen to this conversation. Uh, but you can also go to savingsangel.com and you'll see on the right hand side, we've got some information you can click and you can take a look at our savings angel perspective on why we're big fans of Credible.com. And of course, if you get my email, then then you'll see all kinds of content as well that we'll be delivering to you on how we can help battle this student loan epidemic together. Because I know, Stephen, there are people that are listening to this conversation that are paying way too much for their student loan. Would, would you agree? Yeah, there certainly are some people who are, who are overpaying on their student loans. Uh, we actually estimate that about 8 million Americans could save money by going through a student loan refinancing process. So that is a significant number of people. It's not right for everyone. There are going to be people who it won't make sense for, uh, but 8 million people is a hell of a lot of people. Like, what would be an example of someone that that's actually sitting pretty well? Like, how would they know that? I mean, you won't know until you go through Credible.com and go through and just punch in the information. And you'll know within, I think you said two minutes, right? That's right. Yeah. So that's the easiest way to do it. And of course, you know, as we described in one of your earlier podcasts, the process is free for a borrower. There's no obligation. There's also no risk involved. Short of Doing that, there are, you know, it really does depend on an individual's circumstance, their income, their credit history and credit score, the school they attended, the profession they're in. So there's a whole series of variables that comes into play to determine whether this is right for you. What I will say is it's typically not right for a borrower. We'll go the other way around. It's typically not right for a borrower 
to refinance their student loans if they're planning on using some of the federal loan protections like income-driven repayment plans or public service loan forgiveness. Uh, if you're looking to use those types of programs, you should definitely stick with your existing federal loans if you, if you have federal loans. For that category of people, I would not recommend student loan refi, but for the category of people who have outstanding private student loans or have federal loans where they're not likely to use the federal loan protections around income-based repayments and, and loan forgiveness, student loan refi is a really great option for a whole lot of people. And I, again, I mentioned on one of your previous podcasts that we have a 9.5 out of 10 Trustpilot ranking uh, with over 700 reviews. So it's not just me saying this, our customers are really out there promoting the platform because it is, you know, it's a customer-centric, consumer-centric user experience and, and product by design. All right. So for someone who can, like they know that, and, and they can see that there are other options available, what are the best steps that one can take? than to lower the interest rate on their student loans. And mathematically, I mean, does it make sense to refinance? What we built at Credible was a, an experience where a borrower, by answering 12 questions, can see their options. That's the critical thing. Here are the options from multiple different lenders akin to an Amazon or a kayak for travel where you're seeing all of those options. And these are accurate rates. They are not rate ranges. They are not marketed rates. They are personalized to your specific situation. So that's critical. So the first step is go to Credible.com or go to Savings Angel and look at their review of Credible.com and then decide if you want to go ahead and, and use the platform. Answer 90 seconds worth of information and you'll see these options. Once you see those options, you can compare the offer that's right for you, whether you're looking for a shorter term product or a fixed product versus a variable product, or you're looking for a lender that you know and recognize, or you may already bank with, you choose, you're in control. And then we help you through the rest of the process. So once you've made a decision that, hey, I wanna proceed with this particular loan offer, we're here to help you through the rest of the process with both people and technology. So we have a US-based customer care team, we have chat, phone support, et cetera, et cetera. And we also have built a technology platform that's best in class as far as getting a borrower as quickly and as easily and as friction-free as possible through that origination process. Because we all know that that experience can be really complex and confusing. So we've really tried to simplify that whole origination process. They're the steps to take. And I'll give you a use case. You know, um, on average, a borrower who goes through this experience at Credible saves $18,000 over the life of their loan by refinancing what might be multiple loans into a single loan and reducing their interest rate. If a borrower comes through and they're looking at you know, both simplifying all of their various loans, so on average, people have eight loans when they graduate college, simplifying all of those loans down into a single loan and extending the, the term of the loan, borrowers who opt for that strategy are saving on average $218 per month in student loan repayment. So it depends on your particular circumstance, but you're really able to choose whether you're interested in saving in terms of the total principal and interest repayment or trying to reduce your interest rate. Oh uh, I'm sorry, your monthly repayment. 
Yeah, that, that's significant. I mean, who wouldn't want an extra $200 in their pocket every single month? Now, Stephen, I, I want to point out that, you know, again, this is the consumer advocate in me coming out. I want to point out why I'm a fan of Credible.com. Number one, I believe this is a huge issue. And I know that it impacts a lot of people. We already discussed that. Um, but I think right now, also, another reason that I'm a fan of Credible.com is that you truly provide... Uh, a, a service that is not the norm if you just Google. So right now, if you go and Google like refinance student loan, you're going to get a lot of what are known as lead gen sites. Um, Stephen, can I, I mean, you're in this space. Can you explain what a lead gen site is? Well, they can take a series of different forms. And I would say we're definitely not lead gen. Lead gen to me is someone providing a rate range or a marketed rate. So for example, hey, um, you can get an offer from this lender and they're going to offer you a, an interest rate between 3 and 7%. We, we believe that is not a helpful data point for someone to make a comparison between that and their existing loan or a comparison between that and what another lender might offer. So what we really care about is providing the information that a borrower needs to make an informed decision about which lender is right for their specific personal situation. And so our platform and our technology and the integrations we've built with a whole series of lenders across the country is to provide accurate, honest offers from our lending partners in less than two minutes from landing on our site without impacting your credit score, without having any of your information shared with any of our lending partners and without costing you a cent. So the whole concept is give people the information they need to make an informed decision about the right loan for their personal situation and make that simple, make that really simple as the other, the other leg of the stool. Yeah. You know, from my point of view, what I don't care for is a typical quote unquote, you know, comparison site. What, what they end up doing is they collect your lead information. And this is my understanding. Then what they do is they, they sell that information to individual financers. And so what will end up happening is, and this is my experience as well, is that you fill out a lead collection form and a lead collection form is basically they're just collecting your name, email address, and all this other stuff. You, you see some basic information that's very, very non-personalized. Uh, and then what will happen is for the next week, I should say multiple weeks, you're going to get a lot of emails from lots of different lenders, phone calls during dinner time. <laughs> it's it's not a fun experience, even as someone who's gone through that process. Um, so thank you so much for creating the solution that you have. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. It's not a great user experience. And one of the things we did from day one, and we've been around for five years, we turned five in November this year we looked at what's the best user experience and that's where we started and then everything built out from there and so yeah we really think about the user experience we really care about exceeding expectations of our of our of our customers and one of the things I'll point out is that for example our business model is such that we're only generating revenue if a borrower chooses to accept, like once the loan closes, that's when we generate revenue. So we're not selling leads. We're not being motivated by getting traffic and sending it off to other folks. We're only generating revenue right at the end. I think that's important that uh, we, we are really aligned with 
with the customer. The other thing I'd say is we have built into our system the ability to opt out of emails and communication from us, right? So there's a an opt-out button if, hey, if it's not right for you to take this loan option, just hit the, hit the mute button and you, you won't get any more emails. So again, we really care about the user experience and I, I, I point to Trustpilot again, an independent third party who has a nine point, you know, we have a 9.5 out of 10 rating and over 700 reviews that really speaks to it from, from uh, our customer's perspective and how easy and how helpful the process has been. So I'd encourage people to check that out if they're interested in what our customers have to say about our ex- the user experience at Credible.com. So Stephen, let me ask you a few questions now uh, about someone who has a student loan currently. And uh, well, I mean, this applies to both, but that is, should should I get a fixed or a variable rate loan? How does someone know? Well, again, it really, and I'm sorry to give a give the same answer. It really depends on an individual situation. If you are looking for, just like with a mortgage, um, if you're looking for uh, certainty of what your payments going to be, and you're not interested in any fluctuations based on how you know LIBOR or whatever reference rate is used to price your loan, then you should opt for a fixed rate loan uh, that gives people that peace of mind that their interest rate is locked in. And we're seeing that a lot of people are opting for the fixed rate loan now that there's an expectation of further interest rate increases from the government. A variable rate loan likely to pay your loan off in the short term, call it the next sort of three or four years. You're taking a little more risk because the interest rate can fluctuate, but the rates are often lower. Pretty much the majority of cases, they're lower than the the equivalent fixed rate loans. And so some people will take that risk, particularly if they're planning on paying the loan off quickly, et cetera. Um, One technical point that I'll throw in there is that with the fixed rate loan that's offered today, by definition, the lenders who are offering that fixed rate loan, they're making a call on what they think is going to happen with interest rates. Uh, The lenders are looking at their expectation and pricing accordingly. The same can be said, frankly, about the variable rate loan as well. The market will be pricing in expectations of rate increases. So again, it's a technical point, but I think simply people should think about it as if they're looking for uh, certainty, opt for a fixed rate loan in in a vacuum, not taking into account any other personal factors about the individual um, or if they're happy to take the risk of fluctuations and they want to take a lower interest rate today, then a variable rate loan is a better option. With the lenders and the loan products that are offered through Credible uh, and the in-school loan, so people who are taking out loans for the first in the first place, there are no origination fees with lenders, which is really important. But even more important, there are no prepayment penalties. If you were in, let's say, a variable rate loan and you wanted to switch to a fixed rate loan or the other way around, there are options. Uh, there, are, there are certainly options to do that. And the fact that there are no origination and prepayment fees or penalties makes that an exercise that may be worthwhile for some people. Yeah, certainly. And then uh, we had already talked about this, but I, I really want to drive home this point um, in regards to exactly how much money someone could save by refinancing their student loans. This is not insignificant. You know, someone may say, well, I'm I'm comfortable in my loan right now. I don't want to do anything. Um, first off, I think that you guys have, Credible.com has made the process very painless. And I think secondly, 
the return on investment from doing a little bit of digging can be rather substantial. On average, a borrower who's coming to Credible to refinance their student loans and is opting for a shorter loan term. So that's not everyone, but if they're opting for a shorter loan term and they're refinancing through Credible.com, they save on average $18,668 over the life of their new loan, which is equivalent to reducing their interest rate by 1.71%, which doesn't seem like a lot, but if you've got 70 or 80 or 100,000 or even 50,000 or even $30,000 of student loans outstanding because this is a relatively long-term product on average a 10-year product a 1.7% interest rate saving is really significant I talk about shaking people out of the apathy tree and that really just means there's money that you can save if you go and check out what you might be eligible for and I'll say in the same breath that it's not right for everyone and not everyone will be eligible but if you are, there is a really significant saving available for particularly for people who are able to reduce the term of their loan in concert with reducing the interest rate on their loan. The second thing I would say is if borrowers come to the site and their main objective is to reduce their monthly payment to make it more affordable, you know, in a case where they're unable to reduce their interest rate, they would pay more over the life of the loan. Um, and, the, and in fact, if they are able to reduce their interest rate, they may indeed pay more over the life of the loan, but they're really solving for making the monthly payment so that they're able to affordably make the monthly repayments. For people who apply that strategy, they're on average reducing their payment by $218 a month. And they, on average, and this is the kicker, they get a 1.36 percentage point reduction in their interest rate, which is lower than people who are opting for a shorter term product, because typically shorter term products will have a lower interest rate. But still, if you're able to reduce your monthly payment and importantly, get an interest rate reduction, then that's a that's a double, you know, that's a double whammy. That's a win. But people who are graduates who have a steady income, you know, who, for example, we have 56% of our customers who choose to reduce their their monthly payment, 27 years and younger, and have loan balances of around $50,000, people who have $50,000 in income who are benefiting from student loan refi with a pretty significant student loan balance outstanding. So shaking people out of the apathy, apathy tree, encouraging them to just check it out. It takes two minutes. It doesn't cost anything. You can go through Savings Angel or Credible.com to find out if you're eligible to save money on your student loans. And what about um, consolidation? Like, how does someone know? Uh, well, well, first off, let's. Uh, what's the difference? Obviously, the difference is uh, seems obvious, but uh, refinancing versus consolidation. In which cases is consolidation going to make sense? Let's describe or let's define the two to start with. So, typically, people talk about consolidation as the federal government program that allows you to. So basically simplify is the way to think about it. Simplify six or seven or eight or however many loans you have into a single loan to make it more manageable. And the way that works, uh, you can apply through the, uh, the federal government student loan website and you'll end up with the weighted average interest rate of those various loans that you choose to consolidate or, in my words, simplify. So you take multiple loans, turn it into one, and you have an interest rate that is the weighted average of those outstanding loans. There is no 
credit assessment or potential, you know, interest rate reduction other than getting the weighted average loan. So you, it might your interest rate on some loans might reduce, but it might increase on other loans. So you're not actually getting a, you know, you're not actually being credit assessed and being given a new uh, a new interest rate. That is a great program for people who want to stick with Fed loans, who have multiple loans after they graduate, who want to simplify things, and who may one day use some of the federal government programs, protection programs like pay-as-you-earn or the income-driven or income-contingent loan program programs that exist where you basically pay back a percentage of your income as opposed to a flat amount or if they're using some of the federal government protections around loan forgiveness, so public loan forgiveness and programs like that, you will you will keep all of those federal benefits if you go down the path of consolidation and you'll be able to simplify your various loans into a single loan. On the other side, refinancing, which really is both consolidation and refinancing, um, and so both simplification and refinancing, is a process that really refers to private lenders. So private lenders who will take a look at your situation, they'll credit assess you, and they'll make an offer to you, and we've just talked about the savings that are available, and saying, hey, um, college grad, when I gave you these loans, you were a student, you didn't have an income, you hadn't graduated. Now you've graduated, you have an income, your credit score has improved, you're a better, you're a better credit, you're less risky. I'm going to offer you a lower interest rate. And so that's how the refi, the student loan refi program works. As I say, it's not right for people who are going to use those federal protections. But for a lot of people, and we estimate it's 8 million people in America who are not going to use these federal loan protections or they have existing private loans that they're wanting to refinance to lower rates now that they have a different credit situation, uh, the private student loan refi is just a really great option. And it's a relatively new product. It's really only been around since 2000, late 2012, early 2013. And now there are a ton of lenders in the space who offer really competitive products, really competitive pricing. And so student loan refi is right for that category of people who says, hey, I don't want to keep paying 7 or 8 or 6% interest on my student loans. I want to try and pay them off more aggressively, and I'm a different credit. I'd like a lower interest rate. And so on average, people are reducing their interest rate by, as I mentioned, 1.71% if they're opting for reducing the term of their payment as well and saving over $18,000. I can tell you as someone who has hit his 40s, it's really great. Yes, you will. Generally, you're going to have really great credit <laughs> as, as you just live life and live life responsibly financially. So you may as well take advantage of your new position. If you've had student loan for quite some time, chances are if your credit has improved, uh, you're, you're eligible for a much better situation. And I'd add to that, Josh, that and this is a little, uh, a little tip, a little trick, that if you've got a co-signer who has good credit and you are able to convince is probably a little of a strong word, but if, if you've got a co-signer who is willing to co-sign a loan, so it might be a parent or an aunt or uncle or, or, or you know, someone with, with, a, um, with attractive credit, you can have them co-sign the loan with you and often get a, an even lower interest rate. So we've built inside our platform uh, co-signer pre-qualification. So basically, you go to the site, you answer the 12 questions, you get your options, 
And then in the in the bottom right of our dashboard, you can add mum, and mum comes on and uh, and we'll update all those rates for you. And then you can add dad, or you can add your your rich uncle, and you can toggle between the co-signers, obviously with their permission, and they have to they have to agree to the terms of service, etc. But you can toggle between the profile and see if you're eligible for an even lower interest rate. And that's a first. We invented that, and uh, we're, we're getting great feedback from that because that's just a really good way to help consumers get a better interest rate. Um, so a little tip is be nice to your parents and your, your rich uncle or aunt, and, uh, and, and there may be options out there for you to save money. Nice, nice. I love it. You know, one question, Stephen, I get a lot is loan forgiveness programs. Uh, do they exist? What are they? And how can we get them? They do exist. They are typically for government employees or people who are working in nonprofits. There's a whole series of complexity around who's eligible for which products and et cetera, et cetera. We have a, a whole section on our on our blog which details the various loan forgiveness programs that are available so that it is complex. One of the popular ones is the public service loan forgiveness program where people, if they are government employees or they are working for qualifying nonprofits, they may qualify for tax-free loan forgiveness after making 10 years of payments under the program. The, the more popular ones, uh, and then the, you know, there's a bunch of profession-based forgiveness programs. Most of them are designed for teachers and healthcare professionals in un- underserved areas. But then there's another category which is which is popular, and these are the income-driven repayment plans. So, again, they're a little complex, but the way to think about them is if you qualify for loan forgiveness um, after 20 years or or 25 years of repayments, um, you can have your loan ultimately forgiven if you're on these programs. So basically the way the programs work, the income-driven repayment programs work, is that you pay a portion of your your income uh, each month to the the loan servicer and you're not paying a fixed amount. So it makes it affordable in terms of a percentage of your income. And as I say, with some of those programs, you can be eligible for loan forgiveness after 20 or 25 years if you're 25 years if you're if you're grad school, if you're making those payments. There are some suggestions that this program or some of these programs may be replaced or abolished there are always suggestions on how the pro the student loan issue can be dealt with so they're nothing more than that at the moment but there are you know there are some suggestions that some of these programs will be restructured so we'll see how that all plays out you know Stephen, what i really like about credible you're like look i just i just want what's best for the student or the, the you know the the consumer that has the student loan yeah, so I, my accent is uh, is not from New Jersey. I'm from Australia. I moved over in 2012, having seen an opportunity to help people understand their options when it comes to student loans. In Australia, we don't have a student loan set up like the U.S. You know, the uh, fun fact: the student loan, the outstanding student loan market in the U.S. of 1.3 trillion is the same size as the entire Australian mortgage market. So that to me stuck out as a pretty interesting problem to tackle. 
And so uh, I moved over in 2012 and set up the company and we're now an 85 person company here in the heart of San Francisco and we're having a great time over here helping consumers. But you know, it makes me really proud when I read those Trustpilot reviews and I see that we're actually impacting people's lives. It makes a it makes a real difference and really helps everyone here on the credible team get up in the morning. So um, it's been a it's been a great journey and uh, we're looking forward to to the next phases. And my thanks again to my friend Stephen Dash over at Credible.com. I really appreciate that. And uh, they did sponsor this segment, and I'm really, really grateful that they did because this is a, a very important conversation that we need to have about student loan debt and how to deal with it. Now, as we continue talking about saving more, I would be remiss if I didn't also mention one of our wonderful sponsors, Swagbucks, for all the money-saving opportunities you can get from them. Now, Swagbucks just celebrated giving back over $200 million in cash back and free gift cards by giving away a jackpot of swag bucks to one lucky couple. That's why we love them. They're givers while helping us all save more. Now, speaking of saving more, with the holidays coming up and all the expenses that go with that, we can find ourselves a bit short on cash, but not short on needing some new threads. Now, before you go to the store and buy new clothes for your kids, look into consignment and thrift store shopping. It's one of the things my family has always done, right? And if you're smart with your money, that's what you do as well, okay? That's what, when I found about swap.com, it has become my new favorite go-to. Combining gently used quality clothing with the convenience of online shopping is a busy parent's dream. Swap.com has thousands of fall and winter fashion savings on sweaters, jeans, jackets, sweatshirts, hoodies, because we're getting into hoodie weather, right? Fleece and much more. I love hoodie weather. Like in Florida, we're just starting to have some of those nights that you can actually throw on the hoodie. Ah, it's so divine. Now, plus, over at Swap.com, they add between 6,000, listen to this, 6,000 to 10,000 new items daily. It sounds like everybody is using Swap.com. Again, every day, 6 to 10,000 new items daily every day that you get to choose from. So shop early, shop often, I say. Not only is the selection plentiful to the relief of my kids and young people everywhere, but Swap.com specializes in high-quality name-brand clothing at up to 90% off. So you're going to find brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, and Gap. And to the relief of my cost-conscious Parents everywhere, my friends, not only are you going to save a ton, but Swap.com offers hassle-free returns within 30 days, no questions asked, on items that don't fit correctly. So you get it? You try it on the kids? You don't. You know what it's like when you go and try on new clothes? Oh my gosh. I remember my mom growing up, so I'd be putting on pants, and she would always, this is so crazy, but she, it's embarrassing now, but so she'd always say, all right, turn around, let me look at your bum. Let me, I don't know what it was, but it's like she always wanted me to turn around turn around and see how the pants fit on my bum. I mean, I probably because I used to be a husky boy. So, you know, she wanted to maybe save me from some embarrassment. But look, with Swap.com, you get the clothes and you don't like the way they fit. No problem. No questions asked. Just return within 30 days. So if you're ready to go check them out, Swap.com, we have a special offer just for Savings Angel listeners. If you are part of the 10 people who have not yet shopped on swap.com because again, they're getting a lot of clothes. Okay. 
you can still get this offer. You can get 35% off your first order at swap.com. Plus you get free shipping, but you have to use this promo code. It is angel three, five. And when you use that, it's going to take the 35% off and you're already getting 90% off to begin with. So this is an incredible deal. Go get it. Thanks so much to swap.com for sponsoring this little segment. We love you. Mwah. All right, now that you know how to save more, let's talk about earning some more money. Does that sound good? You, you cool with that? All right, now there's plenty of ways to earn some extra money. And today we are going to look at how to start a home side hustle that really will pay. Now, whether you want to stay home with your kids, you have a goal to pay all cash for Christmas this year, or you just plain need more money every month, I've got six ideas on how to start home side hustles that will really pay. Number one, take online surveys. Now, granted, this one won't create steady income, but the extra cash you get now and then is worth the time quality surveys take. Again, when I say, I can say quality surveys, you have to be really careful about which ones that you do because some are kind of a waste of time, some are not. Now, I stress that because you only want to spend your time on quality surveys because some pay like peanuts and there's no sense in working for peanuts. Now, you also need to gauge what your time is worth. Plus, you need to be patient. Most people, they don't get more than a few survey offers a month, but the more active you are, the more offers you'll receive. Now, what I'd urge you to do is you go to Savings Angel. We've done reviews of all the survey companies. I'm not going to get into this in this podcast. I've talked about them before. We've reviewed them all. There are a handful that are legit. And so if you go to Savings Angel and then you click on the little search glass, little search icon or whatever on our site, and then just search for the word online surveys, and you'll find some of the articles we've written as we've gone through and done our research on them. Next, be a virtual concierge. If you're skilled at making high-end plans, purchases, and other arrangements, this could be the perfect way to make a decent income. Now, virtual concierges are typically employed by businesses to take care of upper management, especially while they travel, as well as clients the company wants to pamper. Now, you could also become a virtual assistant. Now, more and more time-strapped entrepreneurs like me and small businesses are hiring VAs to handle day-to-day -day operations for them, such as responding to emails, submitting PR responses, answering the phone or replying on social media, and attending to customer or client needs. In fact, that's one thing at Upend PR, my other company. So we work with a lot of growth stage startups, and we help them get lots of media attention. We help them build their authority authority, help them build their influence. But if they've only got maybe just like a few key employees and they don't have an assistant, it's kind of hard to do a lot of really important stuff that will grow their company. And so having a VA is honestly one of the first hires that you should probably make just so that if you are, and again, I'm speaking to business owners and existing business owners, I've, you know, I've had amazing people on both Team Savings Angel and both uh, Team Upend PR that work in that VA capacity, a lot of social media stuff, a lot of stuff with scheduling. And you know what? It's wonderful because they can work from home. They can have their kids there. They can work in their pajamas, whatever they want to do. It, it is a really, really great way to earn some extra money and do some very important work. All right, number four, you can be a home-based call center agent. Now, even large companies are outsourcing their old 
in-house call centers to agents based at home. Now, these jobs can be pretty flexible as you set your own hours. Now, to be a successful call center agent, you need to have a listening ear, a willingness to find a solution, and not get easily rattled as you will likely be yelled at by upset customers. But that said, if you find the right place, again, it's a great gig. You don't have to drive into an office. You could do it all from home. Just make sure you set up your home situation in a way that uh, you're going to be free from many interruptions while you're in the middle of handling a customer's issue. But could be a great opportunity for you. Number five, you could teach English online. Now, some teaching positions do not even require you to know a foreign language, as they are designed to help those learning English to refine their listening and speaking skills by directly interacting with a native speaker. If you do know a foreign language, you can land even more jobs by helping beginning students. And then finally, you can sell your photos online. Now, instead of just posting your beautiful, funny, or unique photos on social media, you can make money from them. And again, this is something that we have talked about before. So again, if you go to Savings Angel, do a search on selling your photos. We'll identify some of the websites. And and again, we kind of review which ones are legit, which ones you can make the most money with, maybe which ones are a little bit more picky, like you absolutely need to have some high-end professional stuff. But we review all of those. Again, just over at savingsangel.com, do a search, you'll get that. Now, to get more complete information on any of these ideas and contacts, again, just do the same thing. Now, you can also look for a post um, that we recently put on Savings Angel. It just says, how to start home side hustles that really pay. You just look under the blog tab and then click on earn more, and you're going to find lots of great ideas on how you can earn some great part-time money or more working from home. So let me ask you, think about the last 24 hours. Right now, think back the past 24 hours. Now, if you feel like you've been squandering your time, maybe playing a little bit too much Candy Crush, you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, Maybe you're failing to make the most of every day. Look, we, listen, at Savings Angel, we can totally help you with some great time management tips. And this is just one of the topics I cover in my 90 Days to Abundance video series. We actually have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different videos that are going to help you. Um, This series is going to provide proven strategies to make better use of your time. The videos themselves are created to complement the busiest of schedules. Look, I'm busy, you're busy, you got kids, I know you're busy. Each of these videos, it's they're only four to seven minutes long, but we've really condensed it down to the four to seven minutes of most impactful information. It can be accessed from anywhere using your computer or mobile device. You can watch a video while waiting to pick up your kids from school or practice, or maybe you'd rather get inspired over a cup of coffee at the start of each day. No matter what, you will be inspired. Now, the topics under our productivity section... Number one, being in balance. I'm going to talk about how that is actually a hoax, and I'll talk about what to do instead. Number two, how to stop wasting time online and have more fun. Number three, how to instantly be twice as productive. Number four, the secrets of sleeping for maximum energy and productivity. I'm going to tell you right now, this year, 2017, I have made amazing improvements in my sleep. And I will absolutely cover that in that video. Number five, if you want to be more productive, you'll need to do these several things 
first. Number six, we're going to talk about the five secrets of the most productive people. And then finally, number seven, can you save time and money at the same time? Yes, but only if you do these four things. And that's all covered. Now, here's the deal. We've spent a lot of time, a lot of effort, my whole team and I producing these videos. You can get the entire on-demand video series, 90 Days to Abundance, for $29. Now, the entire video series covers grocery savings, family savings, holiday and special event savings, travel savings, utility and energy savings, internet shopping savings, car savings, patience and stress and anxiety busting, how to get organized, get clean, clutter-free, and of course, the ones I talked about, time management and productivity. Just simply go to our Savings Angel website, click on the videos tab to get your ultimate guide to getting upgrades and discounts on everything. If you don't save way more than $29 in your first month, just let Rachel know. Just say, Josh said, Josh said in the podcast, I could get my money back. All right, but I don't want you to get, you know, I'm not, you don't want to waste your time just so you can get your money back. I want you to save hundreds and hundreds of dollars. That's exactly what we did in these videos. I would love to be able to inspire you and your family and help you enjoy more abundance. So if you've loved hearing everything on this podcast, would you take a minute to leave a review on iTunes? By doing so, you help us get this podcast out to more people. You have immense power in the palm of your hand. How does it feel to have that kind of power? Well, look, the higher our rating, the more we're noticed. And as always, if you have any specific questions or if there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about, you could drop me a comment in the podcast feedback. You can write me on our Facebook group or call my podcast hotline at 407. That's a... Orlando, Florida area code, by the way, 407-205-9250 and leave me a message. I'll answer your question, write you back or with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on this show. That's where we get all of our ideas, like people asking us questions, leaving messages. So I really do appreciate it. Listen, with that, have a wonderful week full of saving more, earning more and living more abundantly. And thank you for listening. That was housekeeping that just knocked on the door. <laughs>